Hi, I'm Dan Meyer. I taught math for years to students who didn't like math. These are students who were several years behind their friends, and during that time, they'd seen the same examples, the same exercises, the same techniques. We needed something different. Something that thrills me about teaching in this day and age is how many more resources I have at my disposal. There's more photo and video on the internet, on the web, than I could consume in several lifetimes. And if even a fraction of a fraction of that is useful to me in my classes, that's more than enough. I'd like to show you what I do with interesting mathematical photos and videos to turn them into challenging activities for my students. People often ask, how do you find inspiring mathematical things around you? Let me suggest here that you put yourself in a position for math to find you. You let your friends and relatives know how much you enjoy your job, and if they find math around themselves anywhere, to send it your way. Or you subscribe to a bunch of interesting blogs in an RSS reader, and occasionally something mathematical pops up. Either way, it's difficult to force this. Let's say, though, that this image crosses your path. Someone sends you a link, or you find it yourself. How fun is this? Someone got a graph of water usage in Edmonton the day of the gold medal hockey game. That's the blue line here. The previous day's usage is the green line. That's an average day. The graph helpfully explains what's going on here. You have incredible spikes in usage at the end of the first, second, and third periods when everyone's taking a bathroom break. And there's no water usage when Canada wins and during the gold medal ceremony. Everyone is glued to their sets. This is great. We're working on data literacy next week. How do we get this in front of our students? Keynote is my window from the web into my classroom. It lets me take objects I find online and present them in a way that my students can learn from them. So I open up Keynote here in the Applications folder, find the iWork09 folder, and open up Keynote. I need a new slide deck, so I'll grab Showroom here, and one blank slide, so I'll delete these right here. Let me go back to Safari. I'm going to press Control and click on the image and copy the image. Then back over here in Keynote, Control, click, and then paste. And there I have it. I'm going to go ahead and drag this right here. Holding down Shift, I'll click on the corner and I'll drag to resize it a bit, make it a little bit larger. I'll drag over until I find that, that center line right there and down until I find the other one. Now we're perfectly centered. Now here's the thing. We could just show our students this image here, have a good laugh, then move on with whatever data literacy activity we had planned. Or we could make this the data literacy activity. What's important is to see this image as the end of a story. Everything has been explained. All the questions have been answered. We know why the graph is weird and different. We know why there are peaks and valleys. What we're going to do is turn those back into questions, into unknowns, into the conflict of a story. The rectangle tool in Keynote is one of my best friends. Click the Shapes tab here and create a new rectangle. What we'll do here is resize this, move it, and resize it until it's positioned on top of some of the information they helpfully gave us on that website. Now, what was known is unknown, and we have a question. What exactly happened at that peak? We can go ahead and make this a little more subtle by going to the fill right here and clicking on that and changing the color to white. Now what we'll do is we'll go to the edit menu and duplicate this rectangle several times and cover up all this information right here.
That one went too far down, so we'll click and drag and resize it up. Same with the metal ceremony here. Some people have suggested that you do the same exact trick with the title of the graph here and cover up what the graph is even about. In my opinion, this has crossed a certain line where now perhaps it's no longer interesting to the student. We haven't given them even enough of a flashlight to start making their way around this maze. So I would leave that there. Now we have the start of our story. Lots of questions, no answers. Bring that into class and have a discussion about it. What's going on here? Why do you think there was peaks right there? Why valleys? Have different students come up with different theories and then share them with the class. And then to show the end of the story, to pay off all that hard work, what you're gonna do is create a duplicate of this slide right here. And you're gonna get rid of all the white rectangles. So you have this amazing impassioned conversation here on that first slide. And at the very end of it, at the second slide, you show them that their mathematical intuition was correct. As tricky as video is to work with sometimes, Keynote makes this exact same trick exceptionally easy. Let's create a new slide. Delete this again. Someone sent me this video that I thought had a lot of mathematical potential. I'm just gonna drag it into the slide. Again, I'll make it a little bit larger and center it on the screen. Now the NFL cooked this up. They're showing one of their commentators, Rich Eisen, running the same 40-yard dash the professional athletes run. He's trying hard, and we get to see his speed. So is this interesting? Yes. Is it mathematical? Also yes. That means we need to find a way to get it in front of our students. So where's the math? Well, I love that we have the speed counter down below there. Personally, I wouldn't have thought Rich Eisen was running at 15 miles per hour. That's actually pretty fast. What I want to do is to take that information and turn it into a question, into the beginning of a story for my students. Again, the rectangle tool in Keynote is my best friend. What I want to do here is cover up his speed and turn that into a question just like before. I can't really see his speed right now, so I'm going to advance the frame so I can. What I do is I head over into the inspector and head to the QuickTime tab and change the poster frame so that you can see right there. I want that 10.7 and all the other speeds gone so my students have to find it. Go to Shapes menu like before, grab a rectangle. We're going to take that and cover up 10.7 like so. Again, not very subtle, so we'll click it and change the fill so that it's black. Just like that, it's an unknown. The students know Rich Eisen is running the 40-yard dash. They can time his speed with their cell phone timers and then do the unit conversion. And like before, we want to pay off all their hard work at the beginning of the story by showing them the answer at the end of the story. So again, click the slide, go to Edit, Duplicate, and just delete that box from before. So once they have that, I think that Rich Eisen is running about 15 miles per hour, you can play the end of the story there. 
The fact of the matter is that now, more than ever, other people are making math curriculum for you, oftentimes unwittingly. The guy who made the water usage graph likely didn't have your students in mind. The team that made that football video, they were trying to entertain an audience. All this means that we need to be digital scavengers, constantly on the lookout for material that will engage and challenge our students. Thank you.